This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. We are going to explore it this hour. Yeah. If the Eagles have ever had a better wide receiving tandem than they have this year with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Right. Because I don't recall one, Al. They've I had can't. great uh, receivers here and there, but they got two. And both those guys, they complement each and other. And they're on, under 30. You know what else, yeah. Al? It's hands. They go up for balls, and they know how to track a deep ball. Even when they're fully covered. And they're physical. Even they're the very good. Yeah, even, even the Devontae. little guy's yeah. physical. But I'm delighted with this right now, and I'm so glad he's here because I don't know if I'm out of line today. Mm-hmm. And he will tell me he's not afraid to set me straight. <laughs> From NBC Sports Philadelphia, pre and post game, and lots of other great stuff, our Fred Rubin Frank. Hi, Rube. Hey, Ange. Who are we firing today? All right, hold on. <laughs> he's already starting. I didn't even ask the question. Yes, Rube, what exactly is the protocol? on bitching when your team's 13-1. and one. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly things to, to complain about and, and be concerned about. Uh, uh, you know, I think you, you enjoy the win and, and, uh, and, and move on, but there's, there's definitely a couple issues that are notable that have to get fixed over the next few weeks. All right, well, let me just start this by playing what uh, Rod Jaworski said yesterday on the postgame on NBC Sports Philadelphia because he echoed my viewing. Let's hear it. He got on that shoulder. 99. And, oh, man, the first thing I went was shoulder injury. And he stayed down a little bit. Yeah, when did. you got a guy 300-pounder falling on you and the ground stops and everything else keeps going down, that's when the injuries happen. But he got up and he was fine. But he took – I agree I agree with everyone what you said already. Too many hits to the quarterback. Ice He's best. too valuable yes. to take those. Mike- All right, I'm very upset with the play calling, Rube. by you? Yeah. Yeah, you look. Shane Shane Steichen's had a great year as a play caller, but this was this was not his finest moment, and for a couple reasons. You know, Miles Sanders didn't get a touch until I think it was the Eagles' nineteenth play of the game, and they never got into a rhythm because of that. Because Miles is too good a player to just kind of wither away and not have a role. And you know, they thought they saw something with the deep shots, but you're talking about a cold, windy day, difficult conditions. Uh, and it, it's not the time to start chucking the ball deep every snap. Look, Jalen made some big plays doing that, but uh, I hated the way they came out, didn't establish the run, weren't balanced, and, and Jalen took too many hits. It, I mean, this, we, we went through this early in the year, and they kind of, they kind of got away from it. But on, on that kind of day with you know minus two windshield, you're going to have your quarterback run 17 times. Uh, I'm I'm worried about him, and you know this is a short week, and the playoffs are coming up, and you got to have him healthy getting into the playoffs. That's priority number one, and if he keeps taking these kind of shots, I'm I'm concerned that won't happen. 
Well, here's the thing. This was bugging me, and we don't get to talk to Nick till tomorrow. He's there out in Chicago last night, so they got back real late. We'll talk to him at 7.30 tomorrow. But, Rue, these are coaches having a terrific year. They game plan. They know the conditions are going to be that way. They know that team's the 31st-ranked run defense in the league. How, how does it happen they come up with that plan? They script those plays, and none of them was supposed to go to Sanders? No, I, I, look, I, I totally agree. And I don't get uh, it. What they, you know, the, the Bears' pass defense is just as bad as their run defense. So on a normal day, if it's you know forty-eight degrees and there's no wind, I couldn't agree more with the with the game plan. Although I'd still mix in a few Miles Sanders runs, no doubt about it. But yep. considering the conditions, I mean, you've got to know about the condi- You got to take that into consideration when you're putting together your game plan. And it really seemed like they did. You know, maybe they were trying to take the Bears by surprise. All right, they don't think we're going to throw because of the conditions, so we will. Maybe that was part of it, but. Uh, it took too long to get well, – Miles never really did get involved. And, and I, I just don't know how you have a guy – I think I was leading the league. He's like 15 yards behind Saquon coming into the game for the NFC rushing lead. And he, when he had four carries in the first half, it was like going back to, you know, Big Red with Westbrook back in the day. It was it was tough to watch. All right. I don't want – Josie, I do not want to be accused of not being balanced in my approach. Okay. So I will turn to some positive. Starting with yeah. the man, I think, Rube, who won the game for them, Hassan Raddick. What did you think of his performance yesterday? Just all over the place. What a beast. And, I mean, that whole defensive line is just playing at such a high level. They're so deep. They have so many guys making plays. But Reddick is just on another level. I mean, he's, you know, even when he's not getting sacks, he's affecting the game so much with pressure, uh, you know, with, with quarterback hits, with, you know, plays in the run game. I mean, he's been playing the run. He's doing it all. What a signing. I mean, 12 sacks in his last 12 games. I mean, that's like, you know, that's like Reggie and Clyde type material right there. What a signing. What an addition. Uh, and when teams account for him, it opens up the other guys in Sweat and Hargrave and BG. Um, they're all making plays. So, uh, you know, it's funny. When the season started, my defensive MVP was Slay I, you know, for, for the first, like, month and a half of the season. And then it was TJ Edwards because he's been really consistent and really solid. But I think the Eagles' defensive MVP right now is Hassan Reddick. Yeah. He's a beast. Absolutely. All right. Other side of the ball, I might have missed this. You are better at breaking this down statistically than anybody I've ever seen, Rube. The tandem right now of Smith and Brown, wide receivers, have the Eagles ever had two guys as productive as these two guys are? You know, the only duo that's close is really Deshaun and Macklin, and they're better. These guys are better. I mean, they're 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 more physical. They're more consistent. Uh, they're more varied. They're more versatile. Um, it's you know it's incredible to think that two years ago the Eagles' leading receivers were Travis Fulgham, Greg Ward, and Jalen Rager. Wow. You know, <laughs> that is two amazing. years ago. Yeah, and and how he went to work and and how he you know look it was how he's how he got them into that position and he got them out of it and uh, you know I mean AJ's putting up monster numbers. I mean he he might be having the, the greatest season ever by Eagles wide receiver. But Devontae is, is I mean, he hasn't been just as good, but really close and playing physical, big catches, both these guys, big catches at big moments, clutch, difficult, contested catches. Uh, I, I'm, I'm so impressed with them. And, and Jalen has such a great chemistry with both of these guys. Uh, and they really kind of won the game for, you know, for the Eagles, along with Reddick. But they, they were, you know, they, I think they finished with 307 combined yards yesterday. It's the most ever by a pair of Eagles wide receivers in a game. Uh, it's I, incredible production. I want to run a theory. I got, I got a theory on this that I would like to run by you because I was watching the game. 
that uh, Jalen Rager gave every opportunity to blow. It was the greatest comeback in history. He accounted for two interceptions by not running the right play. Right, Rube? Right. Rube, I yep. believe that was such a monstrous draft mistake by Howie that he redoubled his efforts to get good receivers after that and ended up with two great ones. That's my theory. Well, absolutely. And, and not just Mager, but, you know, look, they spent a two on, on Dejaw and um, yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. look, look. They know they know that you win in the NFL by by throwing the ball, and you can't have a big time passing game no matter how good your quarterback is if you're running Jalen Rager and Jay Jaw and you know Greg Ward. No offense, he's a, you know, but you're running these these guys out there, you're not going to win a lot of games, and you have to have a high powered passing offense, and you can't do that just with a tight end or a running back. You need big time guys, and. You know, they changed the way they evaluate receivers, and, and they landed two great ones. All right, Rube, I started the weekend saying I wanted the Cowboys to win because right. I wanted Christmas Eve <laughs> to be a big game. Um, what happens now? It's not really a big game, right? Is it still got the attention? Do you still have to work post-game and all that even though it's Christmas Eve? Oh yeah, we'll be yeah we'll be live before and after the game. I I think it's still a big game because I you know I, I think you know Eagles haven't swept the Cowboys since 2011, okay. a long time. Um, they are their division rivals, as flawed a team as the Cowboys are. Uh, gosh, they won three playoff games since 1995. So I don't know how you can have a big time rival like that. But uh, I think it's important for them to establish kind of ownership of the Cowboys to go into that stadium, clinch there. Look, they're going to clinch either way, you know. You know, the next week if they have to, but uh, I think it's important to go in there and really establish that you're the best team in the division. Um, they're not on the same playing field as you. They're on the same level as you. And go in there and beat, you know, they, they haven't re- really recorded a big-time win over the Cowboys in a few years. So I think it's important they do it. Love to see him clinch on, on Christmas Eve and just start resting, guys. That they would be it. a great that would be a great holiday gift to all of us. Rube, thank you as always. Looking forward to watching you on uh, the the sacred holiday of Christmas Eve. See, no see you, Rube. About Gannon, have no questions about Gannon today. Come on. All right, shut up, Rube. <laughs> just get out. All right, just leave. It's so negative, Rube. Because frankly, Al, I may be alone on this. I wasn't that impressed with our defensive coordinator either. Huh? Because no, the, uh, yeah, the defensive line was phenomenal. Yeah, they, they got the three, after him. Uh, get, they'll get Rhea started on the three touchdowns. Those were yeah, terrible. They were not covered, but I don't know. The uh, third oh my, one, the third one is still the, bothering the, me this Al, morning. But Al's right. No that's, one was there. That's, that's a you know a, what happens when you have a quarterback like that. I yeah, I hated it wasn't covered. But on my list of people I'm unhappy with, Jonathan Gannon's not on it today. I mean, if you're going to be Happy aggressive Monday. and make mistakes, I'm good with it. All right, no, I, that that look. I know Fields is unusual, but Jonesy, you can't be fifteen yards in the clear near the end zone when you, right. the other team's up 11, 12 points. Very strange. You can't. There's some strange. No, when he threw the ball and there was no one there but, but the ha- receiver, I freaked out. Yeah, that's what happens when you have a guy like Hurts. Even you see him with the middle wide Running open. Around. Yeah, I mean, not it, like that. Not like. What was more amazing? What was more amazing? The sea parting for to for a quarterback to waltz into the end zone with that was nice. Well, the, he checked off on that. Well, yeah, he but saw I mean, it. But when he you, saw a full blitz and but, he knew he just but, had to get past the first. When you thing. have a guy like yeah. that, it just you're gonna some guys are gonna look silly. Right. Why do you think I, Chicago is so ready for Hurts? They're just seeing this guy every, every day. Flipping right. day. I want the re- on the record. You're getting on my nerves now, Al. I want that on the record. Jonesy, he's getting on my nerves. Yeah, he does every day. All right. Andy the Troll is out of line. Hi, Andy. 
Yo, and what's up, buddy? Well, I, you know, it's not great to be bitching when you're 13-1, to 1, but I was frustrated with that game yesterday. Come on, man. We're on the top of the NFL, and you still finding things to cry about. First and foremost, though, we got a hit on Dallas. How fun was that to see them <laughs> choke? Dougie P don't lose to the Cowboys. Yeah, Dougie P he was, established he was that. Great. Dougie P, all them cowgirl fans out there, my man Dougie P, he don't lose to you, Chuck. Andy, did you see how happy he was when they did he that? Went he, nuts. he was oh, yeah. nuts on the field. He was freaking out. He's treating that thing like an NFC East game. Come on. Yeah, that's that's his Eagles training there. He hates the Cowboys. No, that was nice. But, Andy, you saw the play calling. You were frustrated. Well, I, I want to give you what I really like and I like about that game, and I want to give you what kind of really frustrated me. First and foremost, you got to go with the good. That D-line was off the hook. Yep. We may have four guys on our team this year with double-digit sacks. I, I'm not, I'm no Ruben Frank stat guy, but I don't think that probably ever happened before. With yeah, it's team. true. Phenomenal. Yep. Phenomenal. Yes. Uh, what kind of pissed me off a little bit, He, he touched, the, the misuses of Miles Sanders, I, I, I just don't understand that. Me it, it makes no sense to me. You know what I mean? No, I, I, I don't. Andy, he just passed the 1,000 yards for the first time in his career. He stayed healthy. Yeah, he had a terrible fumble. I'm not even blaming him on that. He didn't get the ball all day. Nah, get him involved wanna, if, in the game. Here's my thing. If you want to preserve anybody moving forward for the playoffs, you preserve the quarterback. You call less quarterback yes. runs yes. and more running back runs. Simple. Simple. Matt, all those, all those design plays you right, I'm losing you a little bit there, Eddie, but I got your point, and it was a great one. That was a great point by Eddie the troll out. Yeah, it, it, what are you doing? What do you, what? They meet all week, right, Jones? Yes, they do. I'm trying to plan this because, again, I have very little regard for my own knowledge. Yeah. So, I, and I and I had this whole thing mapped out on Friday, and and I, it was so obvious. I saw it immediately. Thirty mile an hour winds, wind chill on the ten miles, uh, uh, the ten degrees. Why are you throwing the ball thirty seven times? Made no sense. Run Made the no ball. Sense. Run the and just. No RPOs. Just hand the ball and bang into the second worst defensive line in football. Yeah, and they were dropping like flies too. Oh my God, they, they were losing players. players all over the place. It's insane. And, and tomorrow when Nick is on, I'm going to say to him, Nick, do you understand how illogical it seems to fans when you are putting your quarterback, your MVP, in the line of fire, and you get a thousand yard runner who doesn't touch the ball for 24 minutes? Do you understand how ridiculous that is? Now I'll say a comma, but yeah. that's what I'll mean. I'll say it, Al, in a professional manner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But understand, behind that, I'll be yelling to myself. Well, the problem is he admitted his he, – he, he kind of agreed with you. I know he did. The game. But then my follow-up will be, well, then why didn't you adjust during the game? Why did you allow it to continue for as long as it did? You are the head coach, and you are 13-1. and one. Yeah. Hello. Two one five, and then at that point he'll say, "Yeah, I'm thirteen to one. Get off my back." Two one five five nine two ninety four nine. If we come back, I am in love with our wide receivers. Brown and Devontae awesome. Smith yesterday took it to them with some great plays, and I'm going to play them for you when we come back. Yeah. 
Hi, welcome back. Coming up at uh, 724, one thing did occur to me. Josie, at what point will I be receiving my uh, my $10? I'm, work- <laughs> I'm working on it right now. I'm searching <laughs> you know, the, far and wide. Al, the $10 wager wow. is the slowest wager that man has ever Oh, yeah, he'll carry uh, tens. With he doesn't no, carry uh, tens. No. If, you don't, if he doesn't have 100 you're not getting your money. Uh. <laughs> but if you only have 100 I'll take it. No. I, Ava Graham, yes. could I have a read on how happy our people are about that play call? Well, it's brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Over 85 vehicles available during Armin Chevrolet's Red Tag Year End event. Visit ArminChevy.com, find your roads to Armin Chevrolet closer than you think. How do you feel about the Eagles play calling in their 25 20 win in Chicago? 53%. So, so. What? No. We're, hold on. <laughs> I told you. Time out. I'm my using answer. my first time out. I got 184 emails during the game. Wow. 184 out. Wow. 175 of them were negative, and 148 were about the play call. Well, How does so-so win? Because when you take the emails, they're in real time. That's yeah. so you true. Went, if you went back that to Saturday, true. if yeah. you checked Twitter on Saturday, yeah. the Minnesota Vikings on Twitter were oh getting... Oh, my God. Were right. get- <laughs> the end just happened. Once the Eagles won, they um, were calm again. Yes. Now, Ange, By I, the next day, they're, oh, I should have uh, done this uh, yesterday. Ange, I tried to explain to you, I was, I was very unhappy at the end of that game. And then I watched the end of the Jags <laughs> game, and I was deliriously happy. I don't care. I have a record of your of your text <laughs> oh, messages. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> and that record indicates you thought it was terrible. And what did I say right as soon as the Jags win? I did I not go happy? You went happy, but it didn't feel sincere to me. <laughs> Ava, Ava, what, how many does terrible have? Thirty-eight percent. Oh, you people are a bunch of frauds. Hmm. You're a fraud. And some thought it was excellent. Yeah, 9%. Check yourself into a rehab center. You have a drug addiction. Mm-hmm. Thank Check you. yourself for your record. All right, let me uh, quickly give you uh, some more good news on what happened because, my God, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. They can look easy, don't they? And, and the thing about it was a lot of these catches were not unmolested. There were people around them. They, I know the beers are supposed to be awful defensively, they had a guy, Johnson, covering uh, A.J. Brown, mm-hmm. and he was all over. He was. Yeah. Now, Brown was still making the plays because the throws were where he could get them, and he wins a 50-50 ball almost every time. But these were not easy plays. So I'll start with a great play. Hurts to Devontae early in the game. Hurts stamps the right foot, takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He is going deep down the far sideline. It is caught. Devontae Smith inside the 30. Hurts to Devontae Smith, a gorgeous throw, and a great catch by Devontae Smith. And Smith tiptoed right at the side. It's amazing, isn't it? They, their footwork near the sideline is impeccable. It is. It's beautiful. Can't teach that. All right, few minutes later, another big one. This one went to Brown. This time, Hurts is back. He fixes, he looks. He is going deep, and it is caught on the far side of the field by A.J. Brown. And let's see, they say he has it down at the three-yard line. All right, so now this next thing was fascinating because I'm still not positive, nor is uh, Brown, that it was a catch. It was right near the goal. It was near the sideline, and it was a perfect throw. Totally covered by Johnson on that play. He comes down with it, but we don't know if his both feet were in. Here's the play. Hurts takes the snap. 
Here comes the rush. Hertz is going deep for A.J. Brown, who has it all the way down inside the 30, the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5. Down to the 1 goes A.J. Brown. Afterwards, he wasn't sure his feet were in at the end. Let's listen. I think that was a little bit of luck, to be honest. I definitely thought I went out of bounds. And then I, the ref, I, I know the ref's right beside me. And so I'm like, okay, oh, he didn't blow the whistle. And shoot, I was dead tired on that play. I ain't gonna lie to you. And in my mind, I was like, if I score a touchdown, cool. If I don't, it's okay. All right. This guy's amazing. He is great. He is and, great. and now you got um, third and six. Eagles got the ball up five, and uh, they're going to go for the first down. They're not going to run and run the clock and punt. They're going to try to get the first down and end the game. So pretty much everybody knows it's Brown, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Pretty much also knows it's going to be a slant because that is, you know, clear the area, just try to hit him in stride, right? It was perfect. And I love the call by Ricky Ricardo on Spanish radio doing the Eagles game. Here's the clinching play by A.J. Brown. Hurts atrás. Hurts buscando el pase. Es completo. A.J. Brown, first down. Y olvídale. Downtown Brown. Downtown A.J. <laughs> Brown. Chicago, my kind of town, Chicago. Y los Eagles se van con otra victoria. Ricky Ricardo is great. Is is that great? Is that great? Beautiful. But those two guys, let me just tell you what they accounted for. The numbers were mind-boggling. The Eagles, as a team, had 315 passing yards. Those two guys combined for 307 of the yards. They only got eight other passing yards besides those two guys. Uh, You had a phenomenal game by A.J. Brown. Nine catches, 181 yards. Wow. Devontae Smith, 5 for 126. Both of those receivers averaged per catch yesterday over 20 yards. Mm. That's amazing. That's 25 unreal. for Brown. When's Goddard getting back in every week? Probably uh, next this week. week. I think I, he could have played. I so had cold, the feeling. Smart, I was getting the feeling they had Harris who was ready to come back. They had Goddard who was ready to come back. They didn't use either one. They were thinking it was going to be an easy win. Yep. Yeah. And that's also reflected by the stupid uh, basic so. uh, game plan that they put together. Rick is out of line. I know he's not happy. Hi, Rick. Yeah, hi, Angelo. Can you hear me? Yeah, Rick, when that game was going on, were you upset? Yeah, I really was. Tell and me, tell me thing. what you were feeling. You got it right, Angelo, to a certain extent. The play calling on a cold day, yeah, you run the ball. Here's the problem with the Eagles. On the Eagles, the power runner is Hurts. People had it right when they said they got to go out and get a big, strong power runner, especially when the weather gets cold. Yeah. Had Sanders, Sanders' ball control was questionable. Yeah, I, I got to say, the one thing about the 17th theme, theme, uh, team I like more is that Blunt was that guy. Garrett Blanc could blow up your your mm-hmm. linebackers. You have it. Yeah, and it made all. And uh, Jai was the same way. It yep. made all the difference in the playoffs. And you know the Bears have if they have one thing, they got great defensive coaching because Eberflus was a great defensive coach on the Colts. You see how those guys were going for Hurts yesterday. I want to hold on, Rick. I want to play this song. I want to know what you were feeling at this moment. Eagles go in at halftime. 
They're meeting. They know they haven't been running the ball much. They come out in the second half. This was the play that the whole city of Philadelphia held its breath. I want you to hear it. That you Tell me what you were feeling when this happened. Listen to this play. Hurts in the gun again. Tight formation. Hurts this time gives it off inside and running with it up to about the 20-yard line is Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts very on. slow to get up. Howard. Merrill. It, I am surprised Jalen Hurts did not get hurt. That defender came down and on him hard. All his body weight, he plowed down on him. I thought, and it was near me on the sideline, I thought it could have been bad, but seems like he's all right, but he came down hard. Rick, did you think he was hurt? Yes, and it was sickening. Yep. And, you know, these guys got to learn. I'm talking about the coaches. Yep. Learn from history. Carson Wentz, a couple years ago, came back into the playoffs Adonica Sue banged him on the top of his helmet. That was the end of our playoff run. These coaches aren't dumb on the other side. And they know the key to beating the Eagles is you beat Hurts down. That takes away the run pass option. That's everything for the Eagles. And the Eagles have a responsibility, and we as fans do too, to protect Hurts and make sure he isn't just the great quarterback today but the great quarterback for days to come and playoff rounds to go. They didn't play any of these starters during the whole preseason because they were worried about them getting hurt. They let this guy play into the fourth quarter of every game because he wants to. I'm with you, Rick. Rick, great call. It wasn't Sue, though. Who was it? No, no it was Jadavia uh, Clowney. Jadavia Clowney did it, and that's when yeah, we all learned Clowney. together that the Eagle players preferred uh, Hurts because they didn't really <laughs> – They didn't react. Well, he when, wasn't on the team yet. Oh, he wasn't on the team yet. Uh, no. Well, they definitely didn't, pre- didn't prefer Wentz because they didn't even care. No, no one even took up for him, Al. No. that, If you did that to Hurts, you'd think they'd all be oh, just God. standing there. Yeah. It would not happen. No. Mario's out of line from San Francisco. Hi, Mario. Hi, guys. Tears in your eyes and pain in your heart, but you'll be okay. All right, Mario, uh, yeah. were you upset on the West Coast when you saw that game plan? Yes, that was, that was the dumbest, most stupidest plan I've ever seen. I've been in Chicago. I was, I was in Chicago years ago at O'Hare, and I was freezing there. <laughs> he was just, freezing inside the airport. <laughs> inside the airport, I took my bags, and I was howling. I was howling. It was like, I think it was minus 10 degrees or something outside. I told him, look, I'll take my own bags, and I can't stand out here. Give me my bag. I'll do it myself. Mario, help me to understand that they meet, they work, they go through tape. How did they come up with that? Number one, uh, I told you guys years ago, Sirianni, he's a nice person. He's a good person, but he's a cheerleader. He's not really a good coach. you got three coaches who want to mean the players who are much better than him. He's he's just a, you know, to me, he's just a a puppet. He's 13. Mario, he's 13 and one. No, he's not 13. He was 13 and one. Without well, just well, oh my God, that's Stoutland. the same argument that people make about Jalen not being the MVP. It's yeah, Mario, yeah, it, it, it's his record. Stop. You can't take that away from him because from San Francisco, it appears to you he's a puppet. Yeah, to me, he's a puppet. <laughs> Mario, well, you would Mario be I like you. You're a real wacky. <laughs> he's a wacky job right there. I'll two on five, five nine two. System coach. I've been telling you for a long time, he's not a good coach. We weren't happy with him, but Sturdy, geez, he's needed what? I cannot have this show become a a mockery of reality.
Huh? I'm just saying. I'm. I'm not. <laughs> a ha- change. I'm, really? not, I'm not a happy person today. That's all I'm saying. It upset me. I was a very. It was an excruciating it experience. Was. It wasn't a fun experience. But now they are thirteen and one. Yeah. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Uh, Marshall Harris is coming up at the top of the hour. We got a lot of great. All right, uh, somebody, so I got to take you inside a little family drama here for a second. So I'm uh, settling in for an afternoon to fine NFL activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, little did I know I would be so frustrated, but I was getting right for it. And my son calls me at 12-something, and he says, you watching this, that? I said, not yet. The game's at one. Hello? <laughs> and he goes, not that. The World Cup. And I can hear my grandkids in the background screaming and yelling like they never do for any other sport. Right. They love soccer. Right. And they are in love with Lionel Messi. Right. And he scored, what, two goals yesterday? Yeah. He's pretty good out. He's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Do you know that Lionel Messi is more beloved by my own grandsons than I? Than, than, they think higher of Messi than me? <laughs> I'm supposed to find this hard to believe. <laughs> the anyway. kids have some uh, intelligence. Yes, they? they do. All right. So anyway, so I turn it over, and then my mind is working differently than people. Yes, it is. Because I work toward the potential for controversy. Yeah. And something occurred to me that is mind-blowing. Now, you heard me earlier. I actually was more entertained by the end of that World Cup game than I was by the Eagles game. I, it was really exciting. It was amazing. It was incredible. And yeah, the guy was. on the other team who scores all the goals, he was great, Mbappe, too. Mbappe. Mbappe. Yeah. Here's the thing now. So while I'm watching this, in fact, I'm even texting with Rhea. I'm going a little early with Rhea. And I'm going, Rhea, what happens if this World Cup game goes past 1 p.m.? Chaos. <laughs> well, for sure. Because, first of all, Fox has got both the World Cup and the NFL. Yes. Secondly, they paid a ton of money for both. Third, World Cup's getting the best numbers they ever got in their history in America. Mm-hmm. But, Al, the NFL is their, that, that's their and bread butter. and butter. Yeah. What do you do? You what do you the, do at one? I guess the home, we can't. They don't know how long the penalty kicks are going to take. It could be 20 kicks. Who knows? Well, you got to go to the other network. Yeah, they have they have the uh, the FS1. Big mistake. FS1 about a third of the people. Oh, really? really? That wow. you're, it is not a widely distributed. You're going to take two thirds of an audience that watched the greatest World Cup game ever, and send them somewhere else where they may not be able to go to see the end of of that. So event. you send the NFL to FS1? No, no. not a chance. I think, I think locally, I don't to, know. I think locally they go to the game. So if you're in Philadelphia, you that's go, what I thought. You'd yeah. go to the Eagles game, but in the other areas they would leave the soccer there. Then I started to wonder about the world. Right? Yeah. This was a big thought because the truth is, if you missed. The first five plays of the Eagles game. It took forever. For the for you know, <laughs> yeah, now that I think did. of it, you're right, Al. They can't hurt. It was a penalty, half an hour the penalty, first, penalty hurt. Could have switched off. Yeah. We wouldn't have missed anything. <laughs> but what do you do? Would the Eagle fans have gone berserk if at one o'clock Fox oh, said, "Yes, look, it's almost over. We just want to get the penalty yeah, kicks out. We want to see who wins this." They would have lost. Their they would have went nuts, yes, right? They would have. Yes. So you're going to lose no matter what. It They made it by minutes. It was very yeah, close. Eight minutes. It was eight minutes. Was before. it eight? Yes. It seemed less I was than watch, that. I was watching both, and I was like, okay. 
It was a curious thing, and there's no doubt. What would you have done? I probably would have complained. Yes, you but, would have. But I would have sure. been wrong <laughs> because in, I'll just said nothing happened no. in the first no. five plays. No, they had two big injuries. injuries. It was and almost three twenty past one yeah. before anything happened. <laughs> Everybody was hurt on every play. <laughs> it was crazy. How, how many pe- people you think watched the soccer that never would have before uh, because it was leading up more to the than football. ever, more than right? ever. You turn it on and it's oh wow, this looks interesting. I'll tell you something else that was good about the soccer. It completely preempted the horrible Fox pregame. <laughs> yes, it did. I didn't have to watch all the forced laughter of Terry Bradshaw and Michael Strahan. It was a relief, wasn't it? That was great. Yeah, it was nice. But now, Al, I'm, I'm wanting a soccer game every year, but I love it every year. Uh, Sunday. No, that's enough. What I have to tell you is by the time like the third penalty mm-hmm. kick had gone, I considered myself an expert on soccer. Oh, me too. No, my brother walked in the room. He goes, I go, well, here's what's got to happen. And he goes... You don't watch soccer. I go, yeah, I know. I just, you know. doesn't take long. You're going to math. No, it's I was a fairly big. simple game. <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing, Jimsy. I said, <laughs> two they've miss. got two. And <laughs> I'll say this about Messi. That's a smart man now. Yeah, well, just get the, you make the goaltender move first. No, he just wait. He just kicked it nice and easy right down the middle. Yeah, and the goaltender went flying off to the side. And he skated. And it went right in. <laughs> That's why I have my shirt on today. You see my messy. He's got his yeah. messy oh, shirt. Oh, you yes. do. You have your messy shirt on. Normally, oh, yeah. you just have a messy shirt yeah, on. Correct. Let's go to South in North Philly. Hi, Selfie. What's going on, Angie? How you, man? Well, um, self, I was uh, very upset during the game because they weren't giving the ball to Miles Sanders. What about you? I'm upset with you that you're upset about that. I don't understand. I don't understand how callers are calling. How many weeks ago did I say these two coordinators are horrible? That coordinator, <laughs> Shane Steichen, has a repertoire of four plays in his playbook. And we all know him. You know what I'm saying? There's no preparation. This guy just thinks he can win with that RPO the whole game. Like, this is not the first time they came out at halftime and started running the ball. All right, but like, so, why are we surprised? Here's the thing. I'm not arguing with you, especially this morning. <laughs> they're 13-1. and one. It's really hard to say they're awful when they have the best record by far in the NFL. How, I mean, it doesn't sound right us even saying that. Yes, it does. You know why? Why? Because it's not the play calling, it's the talent. It ain't the system. It's the talent. These guys are professionals. They've been doing this for years. It's instinctive. They make those plays. The swim move, a coordinator don't coordinate. You That's see a valid a point. That's move, valid. You're right. A coordinator right. don't coordinate. These are the skills of these players that's getting paid to play this game that they So you're they saying that good the, when the win comes. Right. You're saying the Eagles are winning despite the coaches. Of course. Well, not of course. I, yeah, maybe. I, I'm going to say this. Nick Sirianni's not on today. He's on tomorrow at 730. I'm grilling him on this. I want to know how they came up with a game plan that made no sense. I'm going to tell you how they're winning, Angie. All right. Sirianni is a hell of a coach, but it's not because of play calling. It's because of character and personality building. Okay. The mentality that this team has is what has them on this 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 this, this will that they're spinning. You know right. what I'm saying? They're I'm not letting it. anything get to them. It's a maturity that I haven't seen and not a team since the Chicago Bulls and Golden State Warriors. It's that a very good point. Man. Self, That's good it. work. I appreciate you call. Jay's up next from North Philly. Hi, Jay. Hey, 
Ben, good morning. How you feeling this morning? Are you okay or are you a little upset about that game? Yeah, I'm going to tell you this. I'm really upset. And what Brian Marker is, y'all been saying it all morning. We've been pushing it, and I ain't going to keep beating the same (laughs) dead horse. Now, now, yeah, they should have not have ran Jalen as much as they have been running him. It seemed like I don't want you to run my man into the ground. Yeah. Now, also, we ain't going to skip past. I don't know if this is true or not, but, you know, Jalen Hurts had allegedly bought all his offensive linemen Louis Vuitton bag. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, yeah. and the backups, and and the practice players too, yeah, which is yeah. yeah. So yeah. he took mm-hmm. care of his folks, and you know, I know he was a little. He had a few words to the one that his mom after he got that hit. He said, "Man, help me that you know up." So you know, he, he wasn't kind of happy about their performance, letting them get hit like that. But you know, also I'm gonna just say that our coaching staff they keep running this thing into the the, 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 the the ground until, I guess, the wheels get blown off of it. So we're just going to ride the horse the way we're going to ride the horse. I'm with you, Jay. Great point. I, I will say this. All right, uh, There is a story Jeff McClain reported that on the vicious hit that kept Hurts on the ground for a few seconds, Maialata went over to him, was very, very concerned. Mm-hmm. And he said, Jalen, stay down. Don't get up. And Jalen got angry and said, Help me the bleep up. Yes. And he was having none of that, right? So, I mean, look, I love this kid, all right? I just don't want him to get hurt in a situation that wasn't necessary yeah. to. Do it there, there, if this happens in a key playoff game at a big moment, of course, you got to right. do what you got to do. But not in that situation when you had other options that were probably even better than what you were using. Yeah, and Al made a, a good point earlier. Yep. He's built. To yep. run. He, yes. He's got huge legs. He's yep. as strong as an ox, but the head is what I worry about. They were yeah. taking a lot of head shots yeah, you yesterday. you take the head hits, and that's a whole different ballgame. doesn't matter what type of condition you're in. 100%. Don't, uh, just don't risk that. Josh is out of line for West Oak Lane. Hi, Josh. Yo, Ash. What's up, Joshy? Hey, I got a theory I want to run by you. Stay with me. It's about the game plan, right? All right. So I think Howie went to Nick and say, look, I'm trying to re-sign Miles at the end of the year, but you're making it tough for me because he's yeah. having a career year. Do you think you can win without giving him the ball so much? And I think that's what happened. Mark my words, Miles will never see 100 yards the rest of the year. All right, hold on. Let me run that. We have Rhea's in charge of our conspiracy theories. Rhea, do you feel that uh, Howie is trying to devalue Miles by making sure he doesn't get the ball so his uh, course stayed down? I would suggest if that's what they were interested in, he probably wouldn't have let him go over 1,000. Yeah, and uh, that's valid. That makes sense. (laughs) Also, Josh, if you are trying to lower the salary of Miles Sanders and it may cost you – your your MVP quarterback, that seems like a dumb plan. Absolutely, but we're still talking about the same franchise. That's how we got Devontae Smith. They got Doug for the game. All right, but you do, uh, again, Josh, I appreciate the call. I, I, I love conspiracy theories, not I that one. Too. They just, they were, what I felt like their game plan yesterday was arrogant. It was not activating Dallas Goddard because they were going to wait and You're save right. him for the Dallas game. It was deciding they were going to, you know, pe- try to pass on this team in the wins. I gave you the tweet from James Palmer, NFL Network, pregame. He said all of Jalen's passes were falling short. 
in the wind. Yeah. So they knew That's it. That's right. I mean, it was an arrogant game plan, and you nearly got your quarterback killed. Don't do it again. I love it. All right, now when we come back, Al, a gentleman who was once a co-host on this show, now he's killing it in Chicago. Ah. Marshall Harris is coming on to discuss the Chicago weather. Justin <laughs> Fields, who was pretty awesome, I got to admit, and the fact that the Eagles are 13-1. to We got a lot to talk to Marshall about. There is room for you. Jump on board. 215-592-9494. WIP Sports Time.